Well, one of the sounds you may hear in Shanghai these days, that city of 26 million people, one of the biggest cities in the world, is the sound of exasperation. Uh, a COVID lockdown has been going on there for weeks now. And despite the fact they recorded a record number of COVID-19 cases today, 25,000 apparently, they are starting to ease some of the restrictions somewhere. But really, it has been full lockdown now for a very long time for very many people. And when I say lockdown, I mean lockdown, like you cannot leave your house. And that's caused quite a few problems when it comes to things like how do you eat? Um, because when you have 26 million people in a city, uh, invariably things are going to break down a little bit. So on social media, lots of complaints from residents in Shanghai about just not having enough to eat, not having enough to drink, and so on and so forth. Uh, and there is exasperation there. Of course, China's zero COVID policy mandates that these sorts of lockdowns take place when there are cases. So they've been testing absolutely everyone a lot. Um, let's have a listen quickly to what it's what some of the more unhappy folks in Shanghai have been sounding like uh, recently. That was just from a, that was from a few nights ago. That was a video posted online of residents in Shanghai angry about uh, about the restrictions, or at least the impact of the restrictions that have been in place now for a long time. Well, joining me now from Shanghai is Jane Polabuko. She's an international marketing marketing manager at Kenjian Music. Uh, that's her full time job these days. She's a Shanghai resident as well, so lots to talk about there. And originally from Ukraine, so I imagine also keeping a very close eye on world events there. Uh, so lots on your mind these days, Jane. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me tonight, though. Hello, and thank you for hearing out my story. Yes, absolutely. What has it been like? Because obviously I'm restricted to watching things on social media, so it's hard to really tell exactly what's going on. And Shanghai is such a, I mean, I've been there. It's such a massive place. What has it been like for you? How long have you been in lockdown? And what's the day look like now? Um, so I think it's important to mention that my lockdown is a bit different from the rest of the Shanghai citizens. I am right now in the quarantine center for asymptomatic COVID cases. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, um, so I'm, I've been here 16 days already. And um, basically, my, the, the whole arrangement and my life is a bit different from people who are, who are like exactly in the, like Shanghai and being locked down in their houses. I'm, right. I'm like on the lockdown of this quarantine center with, a lot, uh, I guess, around 4,000 people uh, in here uh, with no shower and like very, very basic facilities that we have here. So that would be, I mean, let's, Jane, that, so I, I, that would mm -hmm. be even worse. Uh, so I, I understand that if you test and you test positive and you have symptoms, they, you, you go off to one place. If you test positive, like in your case, and you're asymptomatic, you mm -hmm. go to one of these centers. I'd only read about these centers. So 16 days. Yes. Wow. What's it been like? Um, not, not, the, not the best experience of my life, definitely. Um, it's, um, so we're in this huge building, we, which is an exhibition center, which is normally used for trade shows. Um, everyone, each person has its own bed, and like we live in a kind of cubicles here. I, let's say I have a roommate uh, that will share the, like, together one of the cubicles. Um, and uh, yeah, as I mentioned, 4,000 people around here, um, they sit like, the moods here recently are very, um, people are very angry, people are annoyed, people are frustrated uh, because there's no clear communication with us. We don't really know what it takes to get out of here, how, like 
how are we going to be qualified to be released out of this place. Official information says that we need only two negative tests in a row to get out of this place, but apparently this is, it does not work for our quarantine center. How often are you tested? Um, it depends. Um, so I've been here 16 days and I've done eight tests so far. Sometimes we would do tests like every every day. Sometimes there would be a break of one day or two days. So it's it's random and there's no clear schedule of when and how we're going to do tests. They just basically tell us an hour in advance or just like, um, in the beginning of the day, they do the, they, they tell us that we're going to do tests um, and that's it. So Jane, if we could go back in time a little bit, I, I think listeners mm-hmm. should know, I mean, I, I believe you went to university in, in Shanghai, so your Mandarin must be excellent, right? You can you can communicate well and, and, and so forth. But take me back a bit to when this all happened. Uh, how, how did you end up in, the, in that center? Um, uh, that's correct. I do speak Chinese. Um, not sure if it's excellent or not, because Mandarin is, is really a difficult language, but I use Chinese uh, in the center, only Chinese to communicate to like my friends, I can say. I, I don't know how to relate to people who are in the same situation and medical stuff. Um, how I ended up here? Well, on, it all started on 26th of March when I, I wasn't feeling well. I woke up with a like, slight headache. So I went to the hospital to get some help to figure out, you know, if there is something wrong with me. But at that point, all of the hospitals of Shanghai were already closed down. So like, so we could only do COVID tests and that's it. We we could not get any other help from the hospital. Uh, So I did a COVID test and um, next day I was contacted by the hospital saying that my results are abnormal. Um, they need to reinvestigate the results. They need to retest me. So same day, um, hours later, hospital staff, medical staff came to my house again and did another test or two tests. I don't remember. It was like so many events happening. And uh, also the same day, um, another structure who is responsible for tracking down all of my close contacts and uh, basically everything that I've done uh, four days prior, pr- prior to 26th of March. So where did they go? Uh, with who did they eat? Um, I also had to provide a digital receipts of the places where I went, like where I physically went or ate food or, um, or, or yeah, like bought, bought stuff there. So to make right. sure that there were no other close contacts. And then, so that all was on Sunday. And then next day, Monday, um, they told me that they're going to bring me here. But at that point, I could not figure out, like, it was a new Chinese word for me. I did not know this word, like, Fang oh, Tang, the basically cubicle hospital right. <laughs> where I am right now. Um, so, yeah, and they, they, they brought me here by ambulance. And that was it. That's the, that's the last time you've been out of that building. Uh, that's the last time I've been home, yes. 28th of March. Uh, I got here on 28th of March. uh, Can you go out? Can you go out during the day? Can you walk around at all? Is there an outdoor Uh, area for you? So the whole whole building is huge. It's very, very big. So we can at least walk around inside. And yes, uh, they they do open um, the the gate, the main 
and we can go outside. But there is a, obviously there is a fence, so there is a certain area that we cannot go out in order to prevent us escaping from this place, I guess. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, we, we, we can enjoy fresh air. Obviously, you know, for an outsider, this sounds like a COVID jail, right? I mean, this maybe uh, a, yes, maybe a, min, a, min, a minimum security one, but still. I, it's, it's, um, I agree with that comparison. Um, I want to ask you just a bit more about how you're eating. And also, I want to ask you a bit about, I, I know you're from Ukraine originally. I believe it's Aparizia in, in, in sort of the east. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I was going to ask you a bit about how you've been, been trying to keep in touch with your family or anyone back home. But let's do that quickly uh, after this. I'm back with Jane Polubotko. She is the International Marketing Manager at Kenjian Music in Shanghai. Uh, and originally from Ukraine, these days uh, a resident at a COVID facility in Shanghai where she's been for the past 16 days ever since she was tested positive for COVID and was taken away by ambulance to this converted uh, convention center. Uh, with with little indication of when exactly you're, you'll be able to... You sound remarkably upbeat, by the way, Jane, considering... But do you know when you're going to be able to go home? Um, well, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. And uh, this is, I think this is the biggest struggle for all of us here, not only for me, but also for, for all, the, all of the Chinese people inside here, that no one can give us the, the clear understanding, clear protocol, clear, I don't know, procedures. There's no streamlined procedure for to let us know who is qualified to leave. Like on the good side that there are people leaving, but I know that they have like four or five negative tests in a row. I have two, for example, at, at this point, um, only two tests. And uh, according, for example, to Shanghai uh, Health Sanitary Community, this is enough to leave this place. However, for some reason, we, um, yeah, they don't let us out, and there's so many, um, there is a lot of arguments, there is a lot of shouting, I can even say protests happening here around. People are very not satisfied um, and arguing with the medical staff in here. So who's there with you? Do you have, like, families? Do you have the elderly? Is it everybody who tested who tested positive? Do you have, do you have like, a whole neighborhood in there with you? Um, my boyfriend was tested positive as well, uh, like, um, and it happened on the same day, on 26th of March. Uh, but we both got our our COVID uh, at work, basically in the office. Right. I mean, in in there with you now at the at the center, the facility you're in. Are um, there kids? Are there elderly? Yeah. Are they Everybody. everyone? Literally, like all, all all types, all layers of society, all ages of you know men, women, all together in the same place. Kids. Uh, elderly people, everyone. Is is there enough to eat and enough to enough to sort of get by? Uh, yeah, actually, food wise, we're doing all right. Um, they, we get our daily meals three times a day, and I have to say, food is like our least of the problems here. It's pretty pretty okay. I have nothing to complain about that. I was going to ask, you must have been, by the 26th of March, you must have already spent the better part of a month watching what was happening back home in Ukraine. Have you managed to speak to your family? Are you, be, are you keeping in touch? I mean, you must be sharing stories about what's happening here and there. Uh, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm keeping always uh, myself updated with everything that is happening. And as you mentioned, uh, I'm from Zaporizhia, which is where my family is um, from, and this is where they are right now. We are in touch daily, you know, sometimes a few times a day. Hopefully Zaporizhia is uh, safe. Um, 
it was not invaded by Russians, and I hope it will not be. Zaporizhia is right now the kind of a hub, a first stop uh, for people who are being evacuated from Donetsk region, Zaporizhia region, uh, Kherson region. So it's like kind of the closest safe place to the, to the front line. That mustn't help your situation that you've been trapped in this facility for 16 days while trying to keep in touch with your family back home and the stress of that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it feels like I'm in between two wars right now. <laughs> what will you, I mean, I guess, yes, you don't know when you're going to be able to get out. Have you managed to sort of continue to, how do you stay sane each day? Um, I, um, I mean, talking obviously to my family or to my friends help. And in the beginning of this whole experience, I was at least able to read. So like, <laughs> I read a book of, of uh, Auschwitz survival. That was, you know, actually pretty helpful. Um, and I did cross teaching. This is something that keeps me insane now. Keeps me sane now, um, just because it's uh, yeah, I don't have enough power to concentrate or to focus on reading anymore. And with like all this noise um, and this frustrating vibe coming from people, it, it's just um, it's just I think this whole this whole environment is not really healthy for even for our mental health here. Now, you had lived through the whole zero COVID policy to begin with, but I understand in Shanghai in general, you probably didn't experience much of what we're seeing now. It certainly wasn't like, like Wuhan or what we saw in, in uh, uh, what we saw not long ago in Shenzhen. There really hadn't been much impact in Shanghai up until now. Absolutely. Yes, you're very right on that point. Um, do, do you have any, I mean, I guess since yeah, you don't I'm, know when you're getting it, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just about to say that, that uh, you know, none of, I would say none of the Shanghai citizens would believe that something like this could happen to Shanghai. And I was, I was always so sure that, um, you know, they will do everything to, to keep Shanghai, to keep the face of Shanghai, the look of Shanghai, you know, great and, and, and healthy. And uh, they would do everything to prevent COVID here, but... I don't know what went wrong, and um, and yeah, here we are. Um, I guess any any plans for when you when you get out? I mean, I I don't understand they were loosening up some of the restrictions today, uh, some of them. So I guess there is some light uh, at the end of the horizon, but you just don't know. Um, I'm trying to keep up with news, plus I obviously have have friends, and I know that some of my friends were able to at least get out of their houses and walk around the compound, so enjoy some fresh air. I'm not sure if they were able to leave the compound, but it seems like there are some, yeah, some, some good improvements on that point in Shanghai. Well, Jane Polipoko, I thank you so much for your time. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. Hopefully we can catch up when you get out so we can talk about it in, a, in an environment where you're comfortable. Uh, but uh, all the best from, from us. And thank you so much for sharing uh, the story of what life is like inside one of Shanghai's quarantine centers for the asymptomatic, right? You didn't even have symptoms. Is that right, if I'm right? Uh, correct. I mean, I, I felt like very mild symptoms on 26th of March and by the time I got here I was I would say I felt perfectly fine physically speaking so I I classify myself as an asymptomatic case no coughing no sneezing no fever right but still there Jane thank you so much for your time tonight I appreciate it stay strong thank you thank, thank you, you.